in the wake of our mini injury crisis, and as the January transfer window looms, with Liverpool top of the pile and into the Champions League last 16, I thought we would do a January transfer window special podcast. Um, I'm Tom Vergus and I've got with me Chris Smith. Hey everyone, how's things? I'm good mate, how are you? Yeah, all good, all good, exciting times. And uh, yeah, timely one this, because I think reinforcements are needed given our current injury woes and you know how much I love a transfer rumour yeah so not looking bright on the defensive front at the moment obviously we're performing brilliantly on the defensive front but in terms of the numbers of bodies we're dwindling yeah it's kind of worrying and we're yeah we're really down to our last legs really Lovren has to play basically Lovren has to stay fit has to stay fit yeah Um, and he has to churn out the kind of form that led to him dubbing himself one of the best defenders in the world as well and uh, so we're not we're not entirely sure how long Trent's out for yet do we bruised foot you said yeah Uh, Matip what six weeks six weeks and surprisingly only six weeks for a leg break for Joe Gomez but well I mean, it could have been worse. When he went down and he gets stretched off, you you go through your head, oh shit, have we lost him for the season here? Six six weeks on the grand scheme of things isn't that bad. But but we, like, let's start with defence then. When the January transfer window opens, do you think we'll see Klopp use the market? I think we definitely will. You think we will? I think we will, yeah. I I don't think that it's worth the risk to, to try and sort of manage through it, given the position that we're in. I think that underlines it all. My perspective on all of these um, answers to the tran- to you know our own personal thoughts on what we want from the transfer window they're they're all um, underlined by the fact that we're, we've got so much to play for. So much, yeah. And I don't think we're we're going to get a better shot for a, a couple of years than this season. Now, no, I don't either. I don't either. So, go on then. What what do you think Klopp would do, or what start with? We'll start with what you think with the club might do in terms of defensive um, approach if you think we're going to use the market what do you think the club might do um, it's a tough one because your obvious options of players that we've been linked with before and big names in the world you're looking at people like De Ligt, um who obviously plays with Van Dijk as well uh, for, for the Netherlands yeah Van Dijk's actually even talked about yeah and, and I'd, don't get me wrong I'd absolutely love to sign him but what I think we kind of need is is more of just like a reliable can play player. Like even <laughs> sounds need... sounds a bit weird, but even someone like Ragnar Klaff. I, I was yeah. just about to say we need a Ragnar Klaff yeah. equivalent. He can step in, not let us down. Because realistically, Gomez Gomez is going to be the number one when he's when he's fit again. Yeah, but he just can't stay fit that long. So you just need someone who's reliable and always fit and unfortunately Matip and Lovren both have very bad injury Matip, records. Lovren and Gomez can't be relied on in terms no. of the number of appearances they're going to give you over the course of a season. It is a question though because we haven't really mentioned this guy at all but we've still got Nathaniel Klein on the books and I guess yeah, did you as see we what... haven't mentioned him do you, do you think that's that's it for him? Or? Well I mean we saw him at Anfield, didn't we, for the Carlin Cup game, and he he was all right, but he showed his limitations even in that game. Mm. Admittedly, against a good Chelsea side, but um, Klopp's recently said that Klein's out for a prolonged period of time, and he I can't remember the exact quote. Perhaps I should have prepared it, but he said um, something along the lines of "It's not an injury that we can easily describe." Well, he didn't he didn't use the term injury, but it, it made it honestly it made me sound like it made my mind think that it was something psychological. Mental health issues, maybe. Yeah, there were all sorts of queries around what was going on with, when he was out for extended. Yeah, before, he's, wasn't there? he's had a really strange injury 
record in the last two years, isn't he? Yeah, um, he's just gone missing, really. I mean, I he got linked to Cardiff, um, and I wouldn't be surprised or upset. In fact, I'd probably be quite happy for Kleine if he were to go to Cardiff. Yeah, I, I'd be quite well, happy for him as well. When I look at our list of options, I genuinely would rather see Rafa Camacho start. Interesting. And, and that's that even below the options yeah. of Milner and Fabinho. So, well, in that case, I think... I think right back we're fine in a, in a decent position especially as Fabinho can play there we shouldn't need cover for too long at right back I think no. if we are going to need cover it's a centre back yeah it's got to be a centre back but at the same time we like, haven't been linked to many centre backs no we haven't pre, like pre-Van Dijk obviously there was small talk of Laporte obviously prior to him going to City and well there was talk that he was a target second to Van Dijk but um, I mean Koulibaly's been whispered about in the past he was bloody phenomenal yeah, Koulibaly would be an absolute dream signing but he'd, he'd cost a 100 mil, maybe? I cannot see us going big for an event. No. In which, January. Which rule, yeah, not in January, which rules out people like Delitz, uh, Kudabadi, Jonathan Tarr. We've been linked to Diego Lorente. Yeah, Lorente from Sociedad. He looks very tasty, but again... He's meant to be a good player. Yeah. He's, um, he's got a couple of caps for Spain. Yeah. I think it'd cost an absolute shit ton, though. This is, this is the difficulty, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you, you're looking... Realistically, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Klopp's going to do another Kolka-type move, but... The, the market equivalent of, as you say, a two million pound Clavan or not him in particular, but someone like a Johnny Evans for a few few million mm. wouldn't upset me too much. Yeah. I but know. I just don't see any of them in the current market. No, that's it. So it's, it's a really tough one, but I, I think we're both in agreement that we definitely do need a body. Yeah, Fabinho centre-back? <laughs> I wouldn't want to see it. I wouldn't want to see it either. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be too disappointed to see it. I don't really like the shouts for someone like Nat Phillips being... St- called up he, I mean he, incidentally he's injured as well but, mm. and I know he supposedly impressed Klopp a lot in pre-season well, but thank God that it's Van Dijk the one that is fit I know right because whoever comes in has immediately just got a much easier job because he's such a leader he, like positionally as well he's just phenomenal isn't he mm. and he, he is your benchmark for the major benefits in A using the January window but also B just going after your top targets rather than you know yeah, rather than stopgap signings because I mean we could have got Stefan de Vrij instead of him when it looked in the summer like we weren't well we didn't sign him in the summer people were asking for us for us to go and sign Stefan de Vrij we could have got him and he would have been alright but Van Dijk just shows that he's well worth going after your targets so who's your, who's your number one centre back target I, I don't know I've come into this podcast with a bit of preparation and I don't know I, I'd mine love, would be Delict yeah mine would be Delict as well yeah. but I don't necessarily think my answer's based on what I do want us to do in January and I don't think it's a priority position for us no Fair enough. So, what is? Fakir. <laughs> you love him, don't you? Not that I think he's who I want, but he. I will not be surprised if I wake up and the window's open and we've signed him. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it was done in the summer, in the way that Van Dyke was probably done towards the back end of the summer before he signed in January. Interesting. Well, See his goal the other day? I have seen his goal the other day. Um, Apparently he hasn't been that good this season. <laughs> Well, well, that was basically going to be my question. One, <laughs> do you actually think we need him? Two, would he play? And three, what would it mean for Shakiri? Yes, yes, and less minutes. <laughs> you think he'd play? I do think he'd play. Yeah. Where? I don't think necessarily think he'd be starting every game immediately. But, you know, let's say we're drawing 0-0 against City on January the 3rd. And you've got Fakir on the bench instead of Divock Origi. Yeah, fair point. I mean, we've got it all to play for. The reason I say I don't, I don't necessarily have Delict as my number one defensive target is because come February, with all all being well, Gomez will be back. 
you know, and then we've got the run in. Hopefully, we're still in the Champions League. Obviously, it'll have to be Van Dyke. Sorry, it'll have to be um, Lovren and I don't know who for the first Champions League well, game. Gomez. No, Gomez might not be back for the first Champions League game. Van Dyke's suspended for the first Champions League game. Gomez should be back. The, then, the home leg. I don't know. The start of Fed. I mean, that would be within the six week yeah. window, but this is what I'm saying about a leg break. Who knows? Yeah, true. God, we're in deep trouble then, aren't we? Yeah, so I mean, it, that that's your possible argument for signing a stopgap centre back. But going back to my point about thinking we should go big on an attacking player, it, we've got it all to play for. Yeah, I, I definitely think we should go big for an attacking player. So do um, I. And as good as Sturridge has been, we've seen Sturridge utilised in the 10 quite nicely in um, recent weeks. He, like pre season Sturridge put that on his Instagram didn't he he was like new new season new position yeah. I thought we were going to see more of Sturridge in the 10 Klopp was obviously liked the idea of um, doing something tactically a bit different with a central 10 which he didn't do much last season we've seen it be Firmino we've seen it be Shakiri, we've seen it be Sturridge at times I think that was probably just what he'd, what he'd identified for care for really yeah yeah do you think we need a 9 not this season no no I've, I've been quite impressed with Salah as the 9 I don't, uh, yeah, but we're still. That's an area off the bench that I think we're still weak on. I know Sturridge is on the bench. For me, Origi's done, despite his, <laughs> yeah. his Merseyside heroics. What a weird way to end your career. I mean, yeah, what a way to sign yourself off, but he was yeah. fucking awful. It was against Burn that he played. He wasn't great, was he? He, he gets himself shocking. the assist for Milner, but yeah, it but wasn't really. It was no, one of those was, assists that yeah. you get the score, you get the notch in the column for it, but it's not truly an assist. He's he basically not lost the, kind he, of he, the ball wriggled away from him with his back <laughs> to goal, and then he toe poked it to Milner. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think we need a nine um, because we're very reliant on Salah for goals still, and if any of them get injured, you could play someone like Shakiri up there, but. You're just missing the, the the goals, and I think um, where we've stuttered in the goal scoring front this year has, has been an indicator that we we do need more goals. and that you could also argue the same for a midfield signing as well. And I know that we have disagreed about this numerous times, but I'm I'm in the camp of I want to sign Aaron Ramsey as well this January. Yeah, you want Ramsey this January. See, see, I like well, the we'd idea be of Ramsey in quite cheap. We would. I like the idea of Ramsey in the summer. But I just don't know what he'd bring to the squad in January goals but we've already got we've got six or seven midfielders who are um, um, none of them score goals though apart K- from Milner Kater looks like he's got goals in his game but he's still on zero but he hasn't played much I think he's probably well, he played has. more than Ramsey would have played for us anyway I, I think if Ramsey's available with his contract running down he's he's perfect for our team he plays I, the same system I know what you mean I'd rather pay 10 million for Ramsey now and have the possibility of using him before the end of the season than just yeah. wait because by, by the, the same argument that you just said, like if, yeah. if we're nil nil with anyone, it doesn't have to be City. But going into the later stage of the season, especially when you got Champs League coming back, um, Ramsey would be a great addition to to bolster the midfield, attacking positions from midfield as well. See, I'm not as much of a Ramsey fan as you, um, but in terms of talking about, you know, the 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 value, if you like, like outside of what you mean in just numerical terms, the value of buying him now for 10 million rather than waiting six months. Did you see what Michael Edwards, um, or rather, sorry, there was a, an article in the Times that's just gone up about Michael Edwards, um, in which it said, uh, talking about Fakir really, it says, um, although whether the club would have signed Alison Becker for 65 million had Nabil Fakir not failed a medical on a 53 million from Olympic Lyon is unclear. Mm. I hadn't really thought of it that way. No. It seemed to my mind like we were, 
doing, you know, did Shakiri because we missed out on Fakir. It didn't seem like we did Alison because we missed out on Fakir. I mean, that's really weird because they're not even like Shakiri and Fakir. You could say yes, that makes perfect sense. We didn't get Fakir, yeah. so we got Shakiri. Why the fuck would you sign a keeper if you didn't get an attack in mid? Budget wise is all I can think really. But then who else would we have got? Available. So this is what I'm. This is my point. Bringing it back around to my point about how much we have available. Like, you know, Fakir. Realistically, if 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 we were as good as signed on the dot for a fifty three million pound transfer in the summer, his value's surely gone down. Less time in his contract. Yeah. Well, he he, ha- he hasn't exactly been that explosive yet this season. He's had some good performances in the Champions League, but you know, if you listen to French reporters, has he been linked been... with anyone else? He got linked to Bayern and Chelsea. It, it seemed as though the Chelsea rumours were to stir us into action. Yeah. I'd be surprised if he went to Chelsea. I, I don't want him. I'm chucking out there. You didn't want him in the summer, no, did you? I just don't think we need him. I'd rather f- sign a proper striker or, or a winger. You like his mate, Hossa Mauer, don't you? I do like his mate, yeah. I don't think he's better than Fakir, but I mean, he's 20, isn't he? He's 20, yeah, and he'd be a project signing. He'd be a project signing. I like both of their mates. Memphis. You know I like Memphis. See, he's playing the nine this season. He is. And can play either wing. In fact, he'd fit the bill bloody perfectly. I I love Memphis. It's a real shame he's a mank. He scored a free kick the other day and put a pick of him up in a Man United shirt with Beckham on the back. Oh, no. Which is a blow. Yeah, that's a big blow. I thought his time there was so bleak. You might hate yeah, them. Yeah, there was brilliant, <laughs> brilliant needle in him coming to Anfield. Brilliant for us. Yeah, it would. And especially then, and then fucking Rogers, United over as well. Especially after Brendan Rodgers invited him down to his basement when trying to sign him. Do you remember that story? <laughs> I do remember that story. One yeah. of my favourite Rodgers stories. Going. <laughs> to those of you who aren't familiar with the story, whether it's true or whether it's internet hearsay, allegedly when Liverpool were linked to Memphis to pie under Brendan Rodgers, Brendan invited Memphis around his house um, to butter him up a little bit and took him down into the basement and challenged him to a bench press competition. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Brendan won as well. But <laughs> and that is why I love Brendan. Be Rog. We Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> Working the guns of Memphis. So we Memphis could be an option. He could. Um, He's not who I was going to say. I was going to say Tenko Ndombele, but... You love him, don't you? I love Ndombele. He does look mustard, to be fair. He's um, my kind of midfielder. He's something that we don't really have as well. He's something which I thought we were going to get more of in Kaita. Kaita's not such a powerful runner through the middle. No, Kaita's quite a delicate runner. tiny. He's so <laughs> small. Isn't he? He's yeah. so small. When he runs on, he's just like a little spider. He's de- he's more delicate than I thought. Yeah. Tanko and Dombele. I, I mean, I don't think I I don't for a second think that we're going to go inside Dombele or Depay at all. Certainly not in January. Um, I think more realistic options are probably Ramsey, although I don't fancy that, and, or Rabio in January if we're going to sign a centre midfielder. What about yeah. tapping into Barcelona, who supposedly owe us all this money still? Mm-hmm. Um, they're not allowed to buy any of our players. If you, I don't know if you read that. Yeah, the contractual that, thing that was in that article in the Times. Check, check out the article in the Times for those of you who, um, who either subscribe to the Times or are able to access it some other way. Um, yeah, what the the transfer. Not embargo, but the the thing where Barcelona can't sign our players. Yeah, twenty two for two two was it two years or three years? Twenty two twenty three is what this article says. Right, I think. okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, we, we, I mean, we're constantly linked with peripheral Barcelona players as kind of like a, a way of them paying the money back to us quicker. And one of the names who seems to be popping up all the time is Dembele, who we were linked with previously. I love Osmano Dembele. You love him, don't you? Oh, as a player. I, I, I yeah. must admit, prior to this season, I wasn't aware of um, the sort of uh, side of his personality that seems to be circulating at the moment. Well, 
it's not really his personality, is it? It's his, he's just late. It's his, appli- it's his, application. Yeah, it's his did you, application. Did you see the pictures that went around? Of, so this was quite funny, actually. He, um, you know, you look at the Dembele thing and you think, oh, yeah, Klopp, he's got the Dortmund link. Apparently, uh, Dortmund, when he left, were absolutely fuming with him at the state that he left his rental property. Did you see the pictures <laughs> of it? No. Yeah, apparently they had to pay some excessive amount for a cleaner from his rental property. And his landlord was... Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, Dembele rented a flat from Klopp and left it in an absolute shit. What the off. fuck? Yeah. Well, talking about the Dortmund link, Pulisic is another one who's a potential winger option, and we're constantly linked with him. And for me, that makes more sense. Pulisic makes a lot of sense on business terms. I'm just going to go back to Dembele quickly and just say that footballing terms, I would have him every day of the week. I would not have him for the 100 million that he'd probably cost, but it might well be a different negotiation, what with them supposedly owing us money from even the Suarez deal still. Yeah. And like clearly from the Coutinho deal. If we could take this man Dembele on loan for the rest of the season, that would be my ideal answer. And then you park the money and spend it on a centre back or spend it on a big midfielder. I mean, that, that would be perfect for us but why the fuck would they do that because he I mean weirdly although he's getting all this negative press he's playing really well for them yeah so they I suppose as you, yeah there's not necessarily a, a um, you know they don't need they're to send quite like options in those positions as well he, he's just a really good player as well I, I think in his generation he's probably arguably a more talented footballer than Mbappe but they totally totally differ in application terms yeah I think Usman Dembele is brilliant. Yeah, he is good. Some some of his highlights this season have been just incredible. If if he can, I, I wonder if someone like Klopp is exactly what he needs. Who knows? Do you think he's suited to the Prem? Probably. He's the sort of player that's suited to any football. He's just brilliant, yeah. isn't he? He's got shades of um, Sane about him. Very direct. He's even more tricky, but. I think the problem he'd have if, if he came to us, and, and for Pulisic as well, is that it's going to be so hard to actually un, unlodge either Mane or Salah. I think I mean, Mane and Salah can both be unlodged from their starting positions if you describe Salah as a right-wing forward and Mane as a left-wing forward. Because I think Salah can, as we've seen this season, Salah's numbers are better when he plays nine. And Mane, I've always liked Mane down the middle. If we're talking about Klopp needing a, looking like he wants a 10 and you saying you don't want it to be Fakir... I, I, I can think of many worse options than Mane playing 10 and Dembele playing on the left. Imagine that. Dembele, yeah. Mane, Firmino and Salah. The God. pace <laughs> is unreal. electrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So just, we probably should have said this. We'll come back to politics, but we probably should have said that um, UEFA announced, didn't they, that the, uh, you know, the cup tie thing in the Champions League not applicable anymore. Yeah, which... They said in March um, yeah. they'll be phasing out the cup tie of the Champions League and Europa League starting 18-19. Um, so players can represent two different clubs in the Europa League and Champions League and that's massive for us I think absolutely massive it, it basically it, previously that argument of like not signing someone in January yeah because of Champions yeah, League because of, because of being cup tied was very valid but... it, it was brilliant getting Van Dijk to come in and bolster the Champions League team as well yeah it, interestingly it's only a maximum of one player per club so we can't get Dembele on loan and also then someone like De Ligt okay yeah, that is interesting. But Pulisic, I'm I'm not that asked about Pulisic. I've got to say, he's he's completely lost his place to Jadon Sancho. But that makes him more realistic, do you not think? But why do we want to sign players that don't get into the Dortmund team? Well, because I think I think the caliber. My, my point about he cost seventy million. Dembele and um, un- unlocking like a, a starting position is is just the fact 
Like, why would players like that come to Liverpool where they're, they're going to have the same trouble? So Dembele is Dembele would start it. for us. I don't think Pulisic would. I, I don't think either of them would. I don't think Pulisic would. I don't. I think Dembele would. I think, I think Pulisic Shakiri's is more Pulisic. more likely to be okay with rotating in and out of the team. I haven't watched masses of Pulisic, but what I have seen of him, he was he looked better a few years ago. Yeah. He came on against us how, in 15 How old is he now? I think Pulisic. I think he was 17 in 15 16. So, yeah. so he's still really young. I mean, he's a good marketing option. Like, it just makes sense. Like, you know, the, the relationship with Klopp is he's, he's a yank. Um, so yeah, good good marketing option. It's and been it's been going around that he is interested in. Coming. Did he sign a new contract at the beginning of the season, or have I made that? I don't know because I thought his contract was running down. I mean, seventy million's been the fee that's been quoted, yeah. which doesn't sound like a contract running down kind of fee. He's twenty. He's twenty, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting one, isn't it? But I do feel like that is an area, regardless of whoever it is, I do feel that that's an area where we could do with another body because although Shakiri's come in and played basically across all of those positions at some stage, for me, Lalana's his time is running out. I don't want Lalana to um, have any role other than giving 20 minutes of respite to yeah players in games that we've already sealed I don't want a lot of starting for us right well um, in which case we do need unless you're going to play someone like Sturridge or Origi because we've been quite lucky I think that uh, Salah's injury record has been great I, them two the three of them basically play every game don't they it applies to every team doesn't it but when you see the likes of City um, doing so well without De Bruyne um, they've missed Aguero in part and they still have the ability to play Mares, Sane, Sterling, Bernardo Silva, David Silva, Gunnar, mm-hmm. Jesus. But that's what we're competing with this it's, year. So ex- exactly. Yeah. And, this is, and this is why I'm saying I, I want to go and sign a player who makes the first team better. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that bothered in January. Like next summer, it's a different question, but I'm, in January, if we're going to use the market, I want a player that makes the team better. I want an Usman Dembele, I want a Neville Fakir. I'd love an Akadi, but that ain't going to happen. Oh, you know I'd love him, Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to bring him up basically every podcast we do, but that, that boy is just... We'd win the league with him. I'm, I'm absolutely certain of it. Oh, I think Burnley would win the league if they had him. <laughs> <laughs> Mauro and all his baggage. Yeah. I shall spare the listeners of my admiration for Alexander Mitrovic. <laughs> no, that's the kind of player we might end up getting going for, though. I wouldn't be too disappointed. I'd be fucking. I know I've just said I want to play the first team better, but if we're talking realistically, I'd be furious. Let's have this discussion again in the summer. In the in the summer, I would be prepared to bet you a decent sum that Mitrovic goes to a Champions League team. I would be more than happy to take that bet. Let's do it then in the summer. All right. <laughs> Listeners, I'm sure you look forward to that and uh, leave us some comments on the website, leave us some comments on Twitter as to who you would like to sign in January um, and who you think we will sign in January. But for now, we have been The Red Debate. Catch us on Instagram, Twitter, both at The Red Debate, online, www.thereddebate.com. If you're looking for some Liverpool-themed gifts for relatives over the Christmas period, we have an LALALA mug and T-shirt, which have been selling quite nicely, some good feedback from those. Um, Yeah, and just leave some feedback. We'd be grateful as always. Thanks for listening.